0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to A Day in the Life of Podcasts with me, Tanya Hassan. Let me just preface this episode by saying, for all of you pop culture fans, this one's for you. I'm joined by a super amazing guest who is an associate editor at Seventeen Magazine, Miss Carolyn Torski. What I really love about Miss Carolyn and her story is how she was so proactive and created opportunities for herself, which ultimately played a huge role in landing her this dream job at one of the leading teen magazines. Be sure to stay tuned till the very end to hear about some of your favorite celebs. And now without further ado, enjoy the episode. miss carolyn thank you so much for coming on a day in the life of podcast today
1: of course thank you for having me i'm very excited to be here
0: i'm so excited i've read a lot of your work and articles in 17 magazine and i really just love your art of storytelling and how you connect with teens through your writing like just being able to evoke so much emotion in readers is so powerful and I was like she's so talented I need to have her on the show.
1: Well thank you that means a lot.
0: Of course and like especially the articles on Taylor Swift I'm a huge Swifty and I loved reading about the anticipation of her new album Evermore and you just really captured all the vibes.
1: (laughs) I'm glad I was also very excited for it so I'm glad I was able to capture that in my writing. Yeah it's so nice to meet a fellow (laughs) Swifty. Um,
0: So now getting into it, can you tell us a bit about um, any anecdotes or experiences you've had where you discovered your love for writing and also just how that translated into you wanting to pursue journalism as a career?
1: Yeah, so I guess I've always been very interested in writing. I was a big reader when I was a kid and in school writing was definitely my favorite thing to do. Um, I always say that I realized I wanted to go into journalism. It was kind of two things. It was, I knew I wanted to write as a career. I was about 15, kind of thinking about college and thinking about what I was going to do with my life. And I knew that I liked to write and journalism felt like a better career choice than being a novelist. So I didn't really kind of understand how The field of writing worked so I kind of really thought it was one or the other um so that was that was really what got me on the track of journalism also my cousin who's a year older than me or two years older than me she was really interested in journalism and at that point I kind of you know she I looked up to her and I was like oh cool like well if she wants to do it maybe I should do it too and she is did not end up going into journalism I stuck with it um and, and then, yeah, when I when I started looking at colleges at that point, I started looking at the journalism programs. I started getting in, more involved with different journalism opportunities in my town. And from there, my love just grew. That's so
0: cool and um, just so amazing to see how you knew what you wanted from such an early age. And so um, I'm curious, when you were younger, did you know, like, 17, like, this is where I want to be? Or were you sort of just a little bit, like, more open?
1: Yeah, I I read Seventeen. I think just like every other girl in America growing up. Um, I also read Teen Vogue. I also read, you know, my mom got in Style and and Vogue, and I read those as well. So I never thought like, oh, I wanna write for Seventeen when I grow up. But I definitely wanted to write for a magazine for a while. Um, I really had my sights set on Entertainment Weekly. I really was into and still am into movies and television. So I thought that that's what I was gonna wanna do. Um, And then just like the path that led me to 17 just ended up being the one that I took and um, it worked out very, very well. So
0: neat to see that you're living your dreams. And kind of now getting into, you know, your university, um, I know that you went to the journalism school at Northwestern and you took part in quite a few internships. So my listeners and I would love to hear more about how you were able to get those opportunities and how that experience was like.
1: Yeah. So first I'll start, I'll talk a little bit about how I got to Northwestern in the first place when I was like 15 and I realized I wanted to go into journalism, I knew that I would like to go to undergrad and go to a school that provided um, a program in journalism. But my I'm from a really small town in Connecticut, and my school did not have a newspaper or a, web, like, a website, any form of student journalism. And I was like really bummed because a lot of times when you apply to these specialty programs in college, they want to see... Examples of your work, and I felt like I had nowhere to give examples. So I reached out to my town newspaper and I asked them if I could do an internship, if I could cover some things for the high school, and they were very um, they were very into the idea, so I started an internship at my town newspaper. Um, unfortunately, the newspaper has since folded, and that's just the reality of modern journalism. But that it was something that after I left, after I graduated, um, other students took on that internship as well. So that was really cool. And then, yeah, I I went to Medill at Northwestern, the Medill School of Journalism. I absolutely loved it. And between my junior and no sophomore and junior year I applied for an internship at 17. Um, I didn't know anyone I just kind of went for it and I was lucky enough to get that job so I spent a summer at 17 um, a few years before I ever started working there full-time so that was my first real journalism internship and then going into my senior year I spent the summer at Art News which is a art magazine based in New York, um, one of the biggest art magazines in the country. For a while, I also thought maybe I wanted to do art journalism, and that was like the place to be for that, so that was really incredible as well. Um, And then I had one more internship, which I did during my senior year. Um, Medill has a specific program called Journalism Residency, and it just requires every student in the program to take off a quarter, Northwestern's on the quarter system, um, take off a quarter during their junior or senior year and work at either a publication or there's some marketing internships as well. Um, so I was able to spend three months in New York at The Cut at New York Magazine when I was the senior in college. And that was an absolutely incredible experience. Um, I It was really great to work with such a, smart, interesting team of mostly women and yeah, I loved every second of that.
0: That's so cool and I, I just want to say it's so amazing how you know proactive and self-driven you are. So um, kudos to you. and I feel like even you know with journalism being like such a broad field, there's just so much out there. So getting like the actual full-on experience is so crucial to determine and pinpoint like what it is that you want to do full time.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thank you. I think I, I look back now, I'm 24 now and I'm like, wow, like a decade ago, I kind of chose this path for myself and it ended up working out and I'm here now and I love what I'm doing. And that, it's, I think that's pretty rare to like know what you want to do when you're that young. Um, so I feel very fortunate that it worked out that way. Yeah, that's so
0: awesome. And, and so now, um, you know, you're an assistant editor at 17 magazine. So incredible. Um, And I just have to ask, um, how did you land your current job here? I mean, it's such a dream job. Like, was it kind of related to
1: the internship you had at 17? Yes, definitely. So I got that internship, and that was really just not random, but you know, I didn't have any connections. I didn't know anyone, I just applied. So I almost think like that was the hardest part in getting my job, even though it happened two years before I even applied for my current job. But having that internship was really helpful when I was graduating from Northwestern in the spring of 2018 and I did not have any job. I had no clue what I was gonna do. I was kind of freaking out. Um, And I applied to be a fellow at 17. I reached out to my old boss, she was still there. I reached out to people I knew there. And that's when having that internship really helped because they knew me, they knew the work I did, they knew um, what I was capable of. So I got that fellowship and I started at 17, I believe like two weeks after I graduated college. And I was a fellow for about six months. And then when I my fellowship was ending, um, it just so happened that there was an opening for full time for an assistant editor position. So at that point, I was able to join the team straight from the fellowship. And that was really lucky because, I mean, there have been great fellows at 17 after me who we would love to hire, but we just don't have the ability to, there's not an open position. So I like to think that, yes, like while I worked very hard during my fellowship, there's also a bit of luck and just a bit of timing that that's the way that it worked out for me.
0: Right. Yeah. That's really awesome timing. And thank you for sharing that journey. Of course. And so now before we dive into all the fun stuff, can you give us a bit (laughs) of a breakdown as to what an assistant editor really is? I know it's something that varies across different publications, but just a
1: general scope of it. Yeah, totally. Uh, You're right. It's different everywhere you go. So specifically at 17, um, basically I just write. A ton. Um, I write a lot of news. I write about music, celebrity, um, some politics, health, anything they need me to do. And then specifically in my role, and this isn't even the same for another assistant editor at Seventeen. I've kind of built out this beat for myself in my two years there. Um, I cup, I do a lot of more long form features. So looking at things that are going on in the world and how they're affecting specifically teens, because we are 17. So so yeah, so depending on the day, depending on the week, um, it could be a little different. But the big thing is just I write. I research, I report, and I write.
0: Thanks for bringing clarity to that. Um, and so how does like a typical
1: day in your life look like? Yeah, so basically I wake up and I scour the internet and I see what's going on and I send editor some pitches so you we were talking a little bit about the Taylor Swift album um when that came out obviously it's all anyone was talking about so I pitched some story ideas about hey we need to look at this song because a lot of people are talking about what this song means or um oh this music video came out we have to do this so anything that's kind of trending on the internet I pitch and I spend my morning writing up those stories so those are much quicker I would say they're like 200 to 500 words, quick hits um, that really do well on social and do well on our Instagram, on our Twitter. And yeah, so that's how I spend the beginning part of my day. And then in the afternoon, I'll work on more of those longer form pieces I was speaking about. So not long ago, I was working on a piece on the recent Georgia election, the senatorial elections. Um, so I'll spend the afternoon interviewing, reporting, and working on some of those stories.
0: Oh, okay, so that's really good that you have like a balance of both. And how far in advance do you start pitching ideas? Do you work with a team?
1: So our team at 17 is super, super small. We have about three full-time writers and then one fellow. And then we have um, our editor-in-chief and then one deputy manage- uh, managing director underneath her. So, and that's just um, for the writing. Then we have video and we have a social editor and things like that. Um, but I work pretty closely with my managing director to talk about what's going on in the world, what's what we should be writing about. So for those quick news posts, I'm pitching them that morning. Um, but for the longer form pieces, I'll usually pitch them like a week ahead of time. Um, sometimes if we know something's coming, if we know, okay, like March is Women's History Month. We want to definitely do something big for that. I will pitch that maybe a month in advance, but for the most part, it's a pretty quick turnaround.
0: Okay, yeah, that helps. Um, And then so every day, you know, so much is changing. You have like a new and emerging TikTok star or some celebrity just launched their new album. And so how do you just stay updated and really just stay on top of all these current events?
1: Yeah, I think it helps that i would probably be following all this stuff whether i was writing about it or whether it wasn't um i'm a huge pop culture junkie i love celebrity news so i follow all like the gossip accounts and things like that on instagram anyway um i'm constantly on twitter and i'm on tiktok a ton so i definitely would be doing this no matter what it just helps that it's that i can almost be like oh i'm I'm scrolling through Instagram for my fourth hour for my job, obviously. Um, But yeah, I definitely have to pay closer attention to some things now because of my work. Like I probably wouldn't follow TikTok drama as closely as I do if it wasn't for my job. But but yeah, you just kind of learn what the audience cares about. You see what stories do well and you think, okay, like our audience loves Gigi Hadid, so gotta follow her on Instagram, gotta watch her stories. So even over the weekend, I'm still, you know, watching, screenshotting, taking notes of things that I'll pitch that upcoming week.
0: That's so fun. Um, I love that you love what you do for your work. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah it's Um, a lot of
0: fun yeah and you know I was even looking at your work and I noticed a pretty like big common trend was just like TikTok because I mean especially for teens including myself it's been a big thing since quarantine um with you know like all these stars and everything that's happening with Addison and the D'Amelio sisters so yeah that's pretty big
1: yeah I have definitely become the TikTok um contributor of 17 I think it was way in the beginning of quarantine when it just it started blowing up and those those big names started showing up everywhere and um I was the one who jumped on it and then from there months later almost a year later now it's probably like half of my coverage um people love TikTok And so that's been a lot of fun. I've gotten to speak with a lot of people in the world of TikTok. I've made some really great relationships um, covering it. And yeah, I, I enjoy it. Oh,
0: that's, that's really awesome. Um, and so you, you know, you cover things from celebrities and entertainment to health and politics. And that's really awesome, because you get so much exposure talking to different people in different fields. But then at the same time, does it ever feel um, a bit challenging to juggle like this broad of topics?
1: I definitely feel overwhelmed some days when I have like a million stories to write. But I I like the I like how many topics I cover because it just keeps things interesting like I think if I only covered celebrities and entertainment I would I would feel like something was missing I would feel like I I wanted you know I would see what was going on in the news and I would be like I should be covering that um and I think if I only covered the politics and the news aspect I would be looking at like these hilarious posts that other that my colleagues are writing, being like, "Oh, I wish I could just write about the Demelios today." So it really is the best of both worlds for me. Um, so I, I really enjoy that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. It's it's a good balance and keeps you on top of your game. And um, lastly, I just want to kind of pivot towards um, pieces of advice um, for students out there who are interested in journalism, what are some tips and tricks you have for them to really just get out there and recognize, especially for high schoolers? Um, I know lots of schools have yearbook committees or like a newspaper, but what are some things you would recommend to do outside of that as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would say just start writing as soon as you can because the more you write, the better you'll get. Um, So like you said, if your school has a newspaper or a yearbook or whatever it is, um, join it, get involved, get get as many examples of writing as you can. Get used to going out and reporting, whether it's on your school basketball game or something something else. And then if if it doesn't, if it's if you're like me, um, figure find out another outlet for yourself. I think it's so easy these days with the internet to start a blog, to start an Instagram, to do whatever it is. And even if nobody is reading it you're still practicing and you're still writing. And that's something that you can then show colleges or you can show internships and say, hey, I've been doing this for four years and I'm only 19. And that's really incredible. So I think this sounds harsh, but like there's no excuse. Like you should be able, you can write no matter what.
0: That's really great advice. Yeah, and even um, writing, just like having that skill is just so important on any part of life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, when I was in school, you know, I I had been on this track of journalism for at this point, maybe four years. And, and I started thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, have I boxed myself in? What if I want to do something else? But I kind of came to the conclusion, you know what, I'm getting this education in writing. And no matter what, it's such an important skill to have to be able to communicate well. Um, And even if I leave school if I graduate and I don't want to be a journalist at least I will have this skill and I can use that in other fields Um, luckily I ended up wanting to be a journalist but absolutely it's whether you want to write for your career or not it just helps to be a good writer writer and that could mean just when you're writing an email just being able to do it succinctly and well and getting your point across or when you're writing an application for a job you just you write every day in your life for the most for most people.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Um, and so now, um, lastly, just I want to do a rapid fire round of questions just so we can get to know you a bit better. Sounds good. Okay, so first word that comes to mind to describe yourself.
1: Oh my god, that's so hard. Um, I will say oh, organized. I don't know. I'm so... I like wake up every day with a schedule and even if it's a lazy Sunday I still have and I'm not gonna leave my apartment I know exactly what I want to get done that day so I would say organized.
0: that's really good yeah especially with you know being able to kind of you know get all these different stories together and just it's organization is so important
1: yeah absolutely
0: um and then who is your biggest fashion icon
1: oh fashion icon um Maybe Audrey Hepburn. I really love that like old classic style. Um, I love a black turtleneck. So probably her.
0: That's a good one. Um, What's your favorite topic to write about?
1: I would say teens in general, and that's such a cop-out because like I write for 17, but I really just love writing about some of the incredible things that um, Gen Z is doing. I'm actually I like to say I'm part of Gen Z because I'm 96, um, but I think that Gen Z is like the greatest generation ever. I think they're so incredible and they're really doing some amazing things. And that's become one of my favorite parts of my job is getting to talk to these teens and getting to hear what they're doing. And I know that this isn't really rapid fire because I'm giving long answers, but yeah.
0: I love the elaboration. Okay. Um, and who's the coolest
1: celebrity you've talked to? Oh my God. Um... Who's the coolest celebrity I've talked to? This might be really surprising, but I loved my interview with Jojo Siwa. She was so, like, she is really an incredible person, the way that she's taken her brand and just blown it up and made so much money, but she was such a joy to talk to. She had so much energy, and sometimes a lot of these young celebrities, especially if they grew up in the spotlight, they aren't great at talking um and you kind of have to pull to get things out of them but she was great also Emma Chamberlain was a joy to speak with
0: that's so awesome and and so fun yeah I mean Jojo she's full of energy
1: she's so fun yes and and she definitely was like super energetic when I was talking to her but she wasn't in that like full like screaming Jojo Siwa mode but she still was just like so sweet and yeah really great
0: yeah, that's so fun. Um and so if you were not in your current profession, what would you be?
1: Ooh. Um I'm not sure. Maybe I might be doing something in the art world. Um as I said before, I really love um I really love art and culture and museums. I would maybe be I I actually double majored in sociology in college and I find that to be extremely interesting. I would honestly maybe still be in school I I love I would be a student my entire life if I could so I would maybe be getting my master's in something I don't know what um but yeah I don't know exactly
0: nice um and then what's one thing that you're looking forward to
1: um, I'm excited to hopefully get back in the office soon. The 17 office is a lot of fun. It's a pretty young, mostly female staff. And we we always have a very good time together. Um, so I definitely miss hanging out with my colleagues. But yeah, I'm just excited for more opportunities, more stories to write, and hopefully just a return to normal in general.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine um, being like in person at the office would be so fun and exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really great.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Miss Carolyn, for coming on the show today. I, it was such an honor to speak with you. I learned so much and I'm so motivated from your journey. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was great. Absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review. I'd love to know what y'all think. To learn more, check out my Instagram and YouTube at Finlit for Teens. And if you're interested to hear from a certain profession, feel free to DM me so we can get them on the show. Thank you again and see y'all soon.